0: Not only our last recording of the year, but our last casts of the year
1: and of Season 4. We're very final in this episode, in this cast, you know. We yes. are.
0: I really should have opened my bottle of soda before we started.
1: <laughs> the ceremonial soda final has been opened to celebrate the ending of Season 4. Yay! As is tradition in the old ways.
0: Yes, I have not cracked it against anything as I should,
1: but... Well, you know, we all not about boat. True. It's like meth. It's like glass. Yeah. I thought
0: you said it wasn't meth. I'm like,
1: no, it's it's not. <laughs> you are correct, sir. It's also not methamphetamines.
0: That's true. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we are recording, and unlike normally, and normally being the first three seasons, we've done something a little different that if you listen to us, you'll know, which is that we're not... Re- 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 Reviewing the last two episodes of the season, we're actually reviewing the last four episodes of the season because I'm picky.
1: Yeah, yes. some stuff happened that kind of goes together. So
0: true that we only have a little bit of torture, and we have a lot of other stuff. Yes, a lot of humor
1: for a war comic. Really, really uh, poorly written humor. Yeah, it's
0: it's very different. It's almost like. Like, he wrote... I'm not sure which way this went, whether these... this Like, especially the the first and second episode were written... It could have been one of two ways. Either he had just found out that they actually were renewed, and that was just him going, oh, thank God. (laughs) Or he hadn't found out, he thought they were canceled, and he was
1: bitter as fuck. Maybe a little bit of both. Either way... It was with, with characters who we don't normally see and interacting together, and it's humor that just doesn't quite land. Well,
0: yes and no. Like I, I remember the first time I watched this, I found the Three Stooges of Garibaldi, Franklin, and um, Lita. Lita, I always want to call her that, and then I'm like, that can't be her name, but yet it is every time. Every it's time, always Lita. It's always Lita. But in any case. I remember enjoying it a lot, my like when I was younger, and now I'm more like, especially with you and I having gone into season
1: five,
0: it just seems weird.
1: Yeah.
0: Like her humor seems weird.
1: I'm sure I'll find
0: out. Her doesn't well even without season five, based on what we've seen to date, doesn't her humor seem odd to you? She's all normally, like, bitter and people only need me when... Like, people only want me around when they need me. And now she's like, oh, waka,
1: waka, waka. She... I feel like her in general is just a little out of place. Always. I guess after the Vorlon stuff, she didn't really have quite as strong a role. Yeah, so it was just kind of like they didn't know what to do with her. Ever. At least that's my perspective on it. Like, she was always a little bit... If she wasn't in any of the episodes i I would have forgotten about her, and I would have been okay with that see I think she got <laughs> she does play a role within the tele within that telepath or within the the telepath uh, plotline? The, the telepath plotline of the earth war yeah within this stuff because they do need a telepath in there and they don't, and that works with what Besser was doing yeah in the past three episodes I just never think her when she has a character moment, it works. Yeah. When she has story moments, she does, she does well. Okay.
0: Now, I'm wondering, though, it might be a chicken or egg thing, but does it come off wrong because he wrote the part poorly for her and she's doing her best to fulfill it? Or because she's not acting it out well? Maybe a little bit of both.
1: Because she is strongly hammy. In the next two episodes, it. I think I feel like it's a little bit of both, because like I've never been wowed with her acting, but like she's not horrible. But also, so I think it might be a little bit of a change for these episodes. I also think Janice is a good comedy writer most of the time.
0: It depends. I've seen he writes some pretty funny stuff sometimes, but... but. this Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> These particularly didn't last. In any case, we should go on task.
1: Yeah.
0: We're doing four episodes. We're starting with the episode Between the Darkness and the Light. Okay,
1: it it's, please, it's between darkness and light.
0: It is episode 19, and we start pretty much where we left off with, um, with Captain Sheridan being tortured. Yes. Only much further along.
1: Yes. It's, we were we talking about the first two days. Yeah. We're now, now at like day seven or eight. Right.
0: Yeah. They've, they've pretty much drugged him out of his mind. Oh, yeah. Very heavily
1: sedated. Maybe not sedated, but he's drugged.
0: And once more, we get to see um, the, character, the the actor who plays Dr. Franklin play Dr. Franklin as an evil sort of bitch because he's, he's seeing Dr. Franklin, but really he's seeing a torturer. Yes. yes. He does evil really well.
1: I kind of want to see the actor in like a different role as evil. No That's never gonna happen now He's dead Oh Thanks for bringing it up <laughs> Well I didn't That was like 10 years ago <laughs> Sorry <laughs> Well I didn't know if he Portrayed any Like him evil In any other thing We do get two evil Franklins Within this block alone Yeah that's true So anyway can... Do we? Yes What's like an evil Franklin? And the season finale Oh right, right, right! I forgot. One segment of a, one so, segment of a vignette. Three evil Franklins within a fucking three, season. Three false evil <laughs> Franklins. They they're really as, like him. As you, yeah, and 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 the alter ego franklin from season three. It's
0: true. So that's four in two two seasons. Yeah,
1: they're just like messing with the alter egos. It's a good time.
0: So, this is this is going to be both. More difficult and easier to uh, to review at the same time because it's a very it's very much just a full throttle like we're on a European road going 180 miles an hour no stop it's
1: plot 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 yeah
0: especially like for two episodes and then it's almost like the third episode in the block will be housekeeping with a little bit of resolution
1: I'd argue that the so we have two like story finales. One season epilogue, and then one almost series epilogue.
0: I counter to that.
1: Fine, counter counter away, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I firmly believe that series finale that we know is recorded mm-hmm. and put at the end of season five aside, that the third episode in this block, which I'll mention when we get to it because I don't remember, is... A better series finale than the season finale of this episode.
1: Wait, 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 wait. I think we basically mixed except the word season and series a few times in there.
0: So, the third episode of this block, you feel, is a good season finale.
1: I think it's a good s- season epilogue. I or can- season finale.
0: I personally feel it's it would have been a suitable series finale. It would have.
1: Yeah.
0: Perfect. Much better than the season finale we get for this
1: season. No, the season finale is, is purely epilogue. Yeah. But again, we will get to that once we get to that. Yeah, it's kind of crap, but... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back to the first episode and the block. So we, we, we,
0: we move quickly because all of a sudden it's like, okay, oh shit, I've got to finish this whole war thing and still, you know, dot a couple I's and cross some T's. So let's get moving. So we start with Sheridan being tortured, but we don't stick around there long. It's almost just like a status check.
1: Yeah. But, but before the second act of the episode, he's he's back to normal, right? So you well, have now, now he has a goatee instead. Yes, <laughs> now he has facial. Now he's facial hair of Sheridan. Yeah, it's yeah. not a goatee. It's, it's, a it's full, full beard. Later at the end of this episode, at the end of the season, we'll have goatee. So you have. Um
0: you have Garibaldi who's made some strong forays in the last I don't know couple days yeah, to make contact with the Mars Underground and he does and is captured because they're like you fucking set us all up and you cost us Mars independence and we're, we're, we think murdering you is a good idea
1: yeah which is kind of understandable at this point which everyone other than Dr. Franklin was probably on team murder Garibaldi
0: Now Alita didn't care
1: Lena didn't care, but everyone, every every other character on the show was on Team Murder Garibaldi. Absolutely. Explicitly Ivanova.
0: I don't think Marcus would have been on that team either. Yeah,
1: he was, because Ivanova was on that team. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: I, he he was more than capable of disagreeing with her. Otherwise, he would have never pursued any kind of romance with her. That,
1: that was an order from the second in command of Sheridan. He, he was on Team Murder Garibaldi. Nah, yeah, yeah. I disagree.
0: He wouldn't have done it. If she was there, I don't think he would have stopped her. But if, like, he had captured him, I do not think he would have just murdered him outright without any say. Okay, yeah, I can see that. In any case, um, but that's what happens, is we have all the Mars people who want to murder him. We have Franklin and Lita there, and Franklin gives up on him. He's just like, you know what, no, you betrayed us all, fuck you, you're dead. And then Garibaldi sees Lita, and he's just like, "Hey, no, you can read my mind—something that I've never wanted anyone to do before."
1: But now, read but my mind. His brain's already been so fucked. Yeah. Plus, he's gonna be—he's yeah. gonna die. It's either dead or, you know, deep scan. So she—she's
0: like, "I can do it, but no one here will trust me." And Franklin rightly goes, "Yeah, no one's gonna trust you, but at least we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> at least Franklin will trust you." Right, plus, like, he wants, like... Because if he's telling the truth, Franklin wants... He doesn't want to kill him. They just... He had no real options. Yeah. She's providing him with at least some, like, background so that he can trust him. Because he would really love to stick his neck out for Garibaldi, I feel like. But he's just, like... He needs a reason. The woman I'm sleeping with and a whole mess of people will probably try and kill me if I do. So it better be right. He, yeah. he, he was Garibaldi to be right, but... Dude, it's damn good. good
1: chance he's not.
0: Right. Yeah. Especially since he is trying to pull the same exact trick that he pulled to get Sheridan captured to get to, to them. Like, oh, well, Sheridan's still on the, on Mars, and if we can get to him before they ship him to Earth, it'll be great. And they're just like, how dumb do you think we are?
1: Well, I am, I am Garibaldi. <laughs> you are either dumb as a stone or super geniuses. Nothing in between. Yeah.
0: So the leader deep scans, and then she pulls her old big black eyes out. Yeah. And she finds out he's telling the truth, and number one, the uh, leader of the Mars Rebellion gets all cranky, because she's like, fuck this. And she mentions hell a lot, which is nice leading up to the lines. He does good at getting those like little punchy lines in. So leaders Lita, like, oh, ha, ha, I'll show you what our hells are like. And she, you know, basically forces her mind. She
1: does a lot of like PsyCor frowned
0: upon things. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, no, she, she
1: is <laughs> well outside of the range of, sci- of her PsyCor uh, parameters. Oh yeah, that's why she's not in PsyCor. So she she, 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 is. Is. Oh, she is. She is. Yeah, that's she, right. She, she resigned, she, gloves well, she and did. all,
0: but she doesn't care. She's well, she, she's willing to take one for the team, I yeah. guess. And by one for the team, she means break people's minds. Yes, yeah. So she she convinces number one that they're all telling the truth. And they, they spare Garibaldi, and we move into plan, Wacky Hijinks to Rescue Sheridan. Yes. And there's no better title for that plan.
1: They get uniforms, they, you know, mind steal some codes. Like you do, makes nice and easy.
0: They enter someone's mind illegally and cause them pain, you know, like you do.
1: <laughs> if you won't tell anyone about it, I won't tell anyone about it, so we're Okay. And he certainly won't. Yeah. I, I'm just saying,
0: like, you are Franklin, who has a pretty strong moral code, and you're Garibaldi, who never trusted telepaths, has less reason to trust them now, and you are showing him that basically telepaths break their own rules whenever it is convenient. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, like, and you're one of the better ones. Yeah. You're the only one they really trust. So, like, ish. what does that ish. mean, ish? So, what does that mean? Like, he's never... Like, if he had any any chance of ever trusting a telepath after his event, which I don't really think he had, it's definitely gone now.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, but they do. They, they, they get in. They break in. They have forced comedic lines. Mm-hmm. Which, basically, I feel like is... Almost on par. Just the lead part is too much. But like between Franklin and Garibaldi, like Garibaldi's just like fuck. I really fucked up. So for the rest of the season, he is like super much him. Yes. <laughs> like like he's just like you forgive me, right? You forgive me. <laughs> I didn't
1: mean that. The Frank yeah. Garibaldi stuff works, and we also established those two characters as a pair for a long time now. Right. Yeah. We've never established... We we've kind of done a little bit of Lita Franklin. But there's almost no link between like Lita and Garibaldi in the story. Sure, that's right. She hasn't been matched up with anyone really.
0: But um, now she has. So we we have a we have a new pairing.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. She has she has
0: Zach, and they both oh. have things. They both have things in common with each other because they they've both been fucked by Bester. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: So they go in and through. The Three Stooges version of a jail jailbreak rescue Sheridan.
1: Yay! Hooray!
0: He... What I feel like was really, really missing is he is super pissed at Garibaldi when they meet him. You can tell. Like, between his drunken slurrings and just the glare he gives Garibaldi as he's repeatedly shooting a PPG into what seems to be a dead man. <laughs> into <laughs>
1: some dead nameless guard. Like... This is you. Just give me five minutes. (laughs) When I look better than this, you did. And can we really blame him? No! No! (laughs) If, If anyone kills Garibaldi, they're totally justified. Yeah. For the rest of the series. Yeah. But the problem is
0: that we never get the scene to fix that. We never see anyone tell Sheridan. We never get any kind of, like... And Lita's never like, no, he's telling the truth. Like, there's nothing. It's all off camera.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's never conversation between the two characters. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and later, they're like, oh, okay. Now, like, we're
0: going to do season five, and I dimly recall they at least talk about it a little, but I don't think they ever actually talk to each other about it. Ever.
1: Ever. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's interesting, because it's... Dude, because like, they are men. But it's like a huge thing. <laughs> they're men. They don't have other feelings. Oh, okay. Stop it. <laughs> Bad. It's weak
0: writing. It is weak writing. Yeah. Because they're like, they tried their hardest during this season to put them up as like good friends who had this falling out and then became enemies. And now we're just left with Garibaldi being okay again, but no real reconnection. Yeah. Okay. So, that pissed me off. Now, in the meantime, Ivanova has been kicking ass and taking names, literally. (laughs) Because she wants all these names. She insists on not bypassing any ships, which I think is just smart strategy anyways. You don't want them showing up behind you later on. Yeah. But in any case, like when she's questioned, she's like, hey, if we don't get these people now, then... They'll just go into the woodwork when we win, and we'll never have all his co-conspirators or whatever. Yeah. And no one will ever get to be held accountable for violations against peoples. So she does... The, they do that, and then they get some information that says that Clark has... Has a new advanced... Super ships... Yeah, super fleet. Yeah, They don't know how many... They don't know advanced in what way. And they're like, you know what the best idea to do is? To take all the white stars we have and go find out.
1: Because that's always the best plan. She just have a problem, you throw some white stars at it.
0: That seems to be the answer to all the solutions for the rest of Batplot 5.
1: <laughs> for most of season 3, it was... True. But if we don't have... White stars, we'll
0: have to buy our first ones. Well, no, for, for most season of season four. See, yeah, Sorry. for season three, it was, we've got a white star. And then we've got, like, ooh, we have a jar of them. Yes.
1: Yeah. To season be fair, it worked out pretty well for them most of the time. Season three was really good at, we have a white star. We have a problem. Can the white star, can we watch star we out of this problem? Yeah.
0: No? Okay, then Epsilon 3 must be the answer. <laughs> yeah.
1: We have two tools in this toolbox right now. <laughs> yeah. We but, go find the first ones too, just in case, <laughs> for reasons.
0: But in any case, so they, she, and Marcus go to confront this this advanced fleet, mm-hmm. and we find out to our horror, it's made very express that we should be terrified and horrified by this repeatedly, almost <laughs> that the Clark has used what seems like we use shadow technology that they've looted off. Like, various like, shadow vessels they found. Yeah. And created Shadow Earth ships that still... Still... Still don't have artificial gravity.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> At least it's addressed in this block. It is. It's finally addressed.
0: I'm just saying... And we'll get to that because... Cause, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that every alien ship we've ever seen on Babylon 5 or near Babylon 5 or on this TV show has had artificial gravity, except our Yes.
1: I have a reason, I have a a dumb joke reason for that. Like, like,
0: pagan fuck aliens that barely move past the Stone Age have spaceships with artificial gravity.
1: Yes. Everyone else gets it first. On their tech tree, they get that first. We go around it because we, someone's in 2001 a space eyes is like, things just spin and work perfectly fine. They went with guns or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they went with the guns track on their, on their tech tray.
0: And we do have pretty good guns compared to some other really related good species. Guns.
1: That that was the trade-off. Other, <laughs> everyone else want gravity, we want guns. We didn't put our research points into, into the ash. Which is, to be fair, very Earth-like.
0: But in, in any community case, community building guns. We got sh- we got Earth that cruisers with like shadow tentacles coming off them, but we're still spinning because God knows we couldn't spend five minutes to get artificial gravity off the fucking. Ship. No, 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 no! It needs to
1: spin. <laughs> Some drunk old man in, like ship design. <laughs> 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 Make sure it spin a little more. Why, yeah.
0: why is your Why is your engineer doc? Coddle from start? <laughs>
1: I only have so many voices for the old man. And Doc Conn a great old man. Yeah. Let me smoke into this wound a little bit more.
0: <laughs> so they fight. They do take heavy losses. And I would love to see if someone on the internet, and surely it's the internet someone has had to do this, has gone through from beginning of season four to end of season four, and just give it, give it a running count of, like... All right, we started with two hundred and twenty white stars, beep, beep. and just see a running count of how we lo- how many we lose and how many we have at the
1: end. Two hundred is like When <laughs> <200, 180, 190.
0: laughs> well, we You reassemble re- parts, yeah, <laughs> and then you know you you see the huge gap where like forty drop, and you are like, oh, that was the Shadow War. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was that battle.
0: But in any case, um. They do come out victorious, Yay. but there is a tragedy. There right. has always a cost. And that a big shadow tentacle piece crashes into White Star 2, because I think one's destroyed. Yeah, White Star Ivanova. White Star Ivanova uh, into their bridge, and everyone else is pretty much dead except Marcus and Ivanova, who is very badly injured. So he finds that the best thing to do especially considering later on we find out her fucking back is broken, is to pick her up in his arms and carry her off the bridge.
1: And after this, watching this, I texted my two co-hosts and goes, just with a sentence, fuck main characters. (laughs) We don't really need main characters, it's
0: fine. See, now we read that... But it's impossible for us to tell where you are in yeah. this block. We don't know, <laughs> know which episode you were on. I think
1: we assumed you were on the next episode.
0: I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the kicker. <laughs> that's the great part about this block. I was in episode of abor- uh, before them.
0: <laughs> you were going to say episode
1: abortion, weren't you? Ah, <laughs> uh, episode abortion. <laughs> what the fuck? No, that, that's yeah. the last episode of this. Oh, it's not that bad.
0: It's not that bad. It's pretty bad though. <laughs>
1: But anyway. It's an ideas episode. I, I like ideas episodes. I hate
0: news episodes. It's too much like reality, the first half of that. But in any case. We'll get there. So, he carries her off the ship like a good medic. Let's just make sure, and your back is really shaking up. He's a good field medic.
1: <laughs> not, no, no. No, he's really no. not. He's a good field yeah, <laughs> person. He's a good field. He's not carrying corpses. Corpses, persons. You're not that much difference. It's all beaches.
0: So, now we we pull back together. Sheridan has arrived. Mm -hmm. We find out that the has a staff, aside from Lanier. Yeah, I didn't know she had, like, this huge staff. I thought it was just Lanier. And she's like, I'll have my personal physicians. Not like she carries one doctor around in her pocket. She's got multiple doctors around.
1: (laughs) Well, she's like royalty, you know. She has, like, her right-hand man that, like, tells everyone else what to do. (laughs) Well, so, so Lanier works for Delenn when she is serving as the ambassador to Babylon 5. She has as another staff when she's a part of the Great Council or head of Mimbari government something.
0: But she's not. She's not even on the Great Council. Yep. Yeah, by the way, she's not even on the Great Council. She has no say in what happens for the Mimbari government except that she apparently just does.
1: I think she... No, she, she, is, she is a ceremonial head of state. Like the Queen of England. There okay. we go. Queenland has a huge fucking staff.
0: I just we've never seen we've never been We've never seen nor heard of it. Yes. Anytime she or Lanier has been injured, Dr. Franklin is taking care of it. Because that's my five problems. But all of a sudden now her boyfriend's been, you know, tortured for two weeks and she's all like, I've got doctors and they're gonna see you. Not like... Not Ivanova. They're not busy taking care of the woman who's tragically wounded. <laughs> who is back is, is part of the 200 pieces. Right. She's There, they're, they're, they're... He's the more... The person who walked to her and hugged her <laughs> is the more important patient. She has
1: her priorities. <laughs> straight. Yeah. <laughs> Always boyfriend.
0: So they go in to see her. It's pretty bad. She's all like... She, she, it's sad. You know, I teared up a little. I mean, it's Ivanova. And she's all like... Everyone knows she's going to fucking die. Look at her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she can barely speak. And what was interesting was like, she was like, "Flat, don't lie to me. Don't you lie to me. Tell me what it, like, how right. long.
0: And he looks at Delyn, who in her eyes is going, why would you tell her she's going to die? And he's just like, yeah, you've lied too much. And he's just like, no, you're going to die. <laughs> also, this is Ivanova. You don't lie to
1: Ivanova. It's true. She will stay alive In fact, that you. will keep her alive you lie to her. Because she'll be so pissed at you for lying to her. You really
0: should have lied to her. Hindsight. Yeah, yeah.
1: And hindsight
0: <laughs> You fucking lied to me. So he tells her just haunt him forever. Yep. Yeah. So he she tell he tells her she's gonna die and she says, Hey, I need you to do one thing for me. And we find out she did- we don't hear her ask about it, but we the last scene we get is he walks onto the bridge of the Agamemnon and he says Basically, a friend asked me to lead the final battle from here. Which makes sense, honestly. He yeah. should be on an Earth ship. He is a conqueror. Yes. So, and that's the end there. They they put the fleet on course for Mars, because we know they were going to go to Mars. Clark knows they're going to go to Mars. Everyone knows it's going to be Mars. This is all
1: going to happen at Mars. So they actually go to Jupiter? No. They've gone past Jupiter, (laughs) goddammit. We've dealt with Europa.
0: So we move on to the next episode, titled Endgame.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Now, in game is just kind of carries on with our wacky hijinks Three Stooges humor of Franklin, Garibaldi, and Lita. Yeah. But in the meantime, you've also got Sheridan on his ship, and it's really like. It's impossible to pull apart strings of plot in this, because it's just like everyone is moving and interacting towards one goal of taking Earth. Yeah. So. Absolutely. We start. With the Three Stooges taking over a Mars air base, space base, base, something like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: a base on you know, a Mars whatever. base.
0: They, it, it's 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 interesting because I guess on Mars you don't have like a central hub or anything. There's always these little bunkers.
1: Yeah, like their plan is to get telepaths onto thirty sh- the thirty main ships.
0: Right, and they do know they have a they have an Earth officer who's going to smuggle them up. Yeah. And they make it very clear we want one telepath per ship. Just get them on board.
1: Yeah. We're going to do
0: horrible things. They're like, we can't get weapons. Weapons would be detected
1: immediately. So these are our weapons, the telepaths. And that's part one of their plan, so that that disables all the ships.
0: Well, well we start that. We don't yeah. know what... Yeah. We don't yeah. really... We, we should know what's the, going to happen. The audience should know. Yeah. But you don't necessarily... I, I don't remember really knowing... How it was going to play out the first time.
1: It might not. It, there's a possibility It might not have worked.
0: Yeah. Right. So. But yeah. That's the. F- like the first plan is to get them moving. So they're doing supply runs. And then they got to basically wait 45 minutes. Because they want those ships to get their supplies. Right. And in the meantime you've got Garibaldi with what seems to be like one of those old touch football games. <laughs> like the football. The digital football games back when you were like a infant.
1: They still, <laughs> still existed for a while. Nothing, nothing dies.
0: Um And he, uh, we don't know what he's doing. Again, we might be able to cue it together, but unless you're really on top of things, you're not sure what's going to happen, because we see, we know that Marcus and Lanier are on White Star Vanova. No, that's gone, so whatever new White Star yeah. we have.
1: Yeah. White, White Star, Star 17. Three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, waiting for information that Garibaldi is going to give them. And we find out pretty quick, because this, this episode moves. If it
1: it moves and it has to move. Yeah, so, absolutely.
0: Right. So we find out pretty quick that Garibaldi is feeding them...
1: Um, coordinates. Like,
0: up-to-date, like, physical coordinates for, what, like, the the airfield and everything, so that they can open a jump point in the environment's atmosphere. Which, by the way, I thought they, like, is it... I thought they said that was explosive, and all of a sudden it just creates a pressure change.
1: It was, I don't know. It was bad on Jupiter. It was a true... It, it could kill a shadow on Jupiter. But that's on Jupiter.
0: I'm just saying, like, they, they said that... Uh, and I understand, like, logically they make sense. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, what... It's just like, before everything was black and white, and now things are science Because before, it created a fiery explosion because of the atmospheric...
1: Components. Yeah. It was much more flammable. <laughs> yeah, you know, the hydrogen atmosphere of Jupiter makes more sense that so that would happen than in a barely just an atmosphere on Mars. Right.
0: But in any case, so they get the data, they jump in, they kill a whole bunch of ships, mm-hmm. and mission accomplished. Yay! Yes. Yeah. Part, yeah, the Mars thing is over now. So now Mars won't be able to send any ships up to support the fleet that is already in orbit.
1: So they're not being flanked in the air, so...
0: Right, so now all he needs is the, the telepaths to activate, which they use Lita to do with her super fancy telepathic booster. Yeah.
1: And, and, and more terrifying things Lita can do this week.
0: Right, like, like, when was that a good idea for him to go, hmm, I'm going to make a device that makes telepaths stronger.
1: <laughs> I'm going to use it to the most powerful
0: telepath we've ever seen is stable. I, personally, I just think it's bad technology to have. If they, if they fear the telepaths and they're worried that at least certain factions of telepaths will try to take over, why are you inventing technology that makes them more effective?
1: For funsies? Because, you know, we want to make the fight even worse for us when it comes, when it comes around.
0: And I, I don't believe it's because Franklin was like, we're gonna need this for the captain's plan. I think that he was just tinkering... And he's like, we can use this to make the captain's really ridiculous plan actually work.
1: Yeah. I was told to make it work. I guess I just gotta make it work. I'm not an engineer, but... But I am when I need to be. <laughs> yeah. We're going to see what the skills I need to find in this box. He's a plot engineer, you know? I mean,
0: I know plenty of professionals who have developed new skills to further their careers, but this is ridiculous. This is a level
1: of, like, like developing new skills is like image analysis, or like some basic programming or basic engineering, not like mind shit. Like biohacking? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Mind stealing. In any case, she wakes them up and all the telepaths, start wreaking havoc on all the earth ships, and they take all those out from from orbit. Yep. They're, they're still just... They're just floating there. Now, there's a couple of bookkeeping pieces before we can move forward. For one, Garibaldi and Lanier... Or not Garibaldi. Marcus and Lanier have a really awkward fuck question, because when Lanier needs to lie, he can very well. <laughs> but... When JMS needs Lanier to be a poor liar, man, is he a ridiculously poor liar. And how? (laughs) So, Marcus quickly finds out that there may be technology on Babylon 5 that could help Ivanova, but might just be too dangerous to use or something, so he researches. Of course he does. And finds out about the alien machine that transfers life.
1: Really quickly too.
0: So he does his he does his run on Mars. He gets out, fakes a signal so that Lanier goes over to the lens ship, and then hijinks away. Yeah, with White Star, whatever the fuck. I think we've decided it's seventeen.
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: White Star pink, which is just ridiculous. But no one can reach Babylon Five because as soon as as soon as all the fleet got to Mars. Jammers were happening, so no one can communicate outside of that range, which is a little odd. Wouldn't you think that the jammers would make them not be able to communicate within range too? Minor details.
1: It probably should, yeah. It probably should be a solid sphere, not a wall. Yeah.
0: But in any case, that's just me being nitpicky. I do that. Um, the other thing is that Lanier and Delyn, uh, earlier on in the episode, were going to come. To the fleet. They hadn't yet, so they were still on Babylon 5. So they find out that Malari... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Prime Minister Malari. (laughs) Prime Minister Landa Malari has called a meeting of the League of Non-Aligned Worlds without informing, of course, the Mimbari delegation. Everyone else is there, just not that. So Lanier and Delenn are rightfully... trepidatious (laughs) Trepidacious, off trepidation. Yeah. So they get there, and Londo has just finished a fiery speech. I wish I could hear the whole thing of. Yeah. He does fiery speeches really well. He doesn't do like, like he's not eloquent.
1: No, he he doesn't. Like, his speech when this entire took over Darn was boring and bad.
0: Yes, that was written for him
1: though. Yeah. But even then, he could have delivered that better.
0: He could. But he does really well at, like, the Hitler speeches. Yes. He's a good Hitler. Whereas, Jakar does really well at elegance. Yes. yes. Yeah, Londo's a good Hitler. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he really is. We'll get more Hitler next season. <laughs> oh,
1: God. <laughs> in any case... <laughs> something to look forward to? <laughs> there are some good Londo moments in the, in the next season. Oh, there are. There are. Uh,
0: but in any case, we have... We find out quickly through really weird, like, disjointed explanation that the Centauri, the Narn, and the League of Non-Aligned Worlds have voted to send warships, because that's a good idea, to join Sheridan's fleet and help liberate, because at this point, Sheridan is still captured.
1: Yeah. And they just, the the reasoning for not inviting Delenn was, they didn't want anyone to think that they were biased and Having Dylan just gather power. Yeah. I agree with their reasoning on that one. No, that absolutely. makes sense, yeah. actually.
0: Yeah. We've seen the propaganda against them. Yeah. It would be a bad idea. Yeah.
1: But the, yeah. the idea of bringing alien ships on board, of like, that should have been a letter from Sheridan of like, do not bring alien ships. All my plans will go to shit if you do that. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
0: But this does bring up an interesting point, though. That aside, which is actually uh, obviously politically yeah. problematic decision. But that aside, we've we've learned, and then one fell swoop, that she should have always trusted either Londo or Jakar to make these decisions. Because she always makes the decisions that makes it seem like she's making a grab for power. Yeah, she's not. We know that. But oh. everything she does,
1: do we do we know that? Or is she even lied to us? This, is she lied to the audience the entire series. She's not that good of a liar. You know what? I, if you told me that now with a straight face, I would believe you. Like it just.
0: I, and the fifth season, you find out she's really the queen of all evil.
1: You know what? I did. I did that season. <laughs> that's not gonna happen because we would have not been like dumbmates if I'm so hard. If there was like evil shadow They'll evil like dark Delenn. That would be awesome. Like blonde hair, evil Delenn. <laughs> that's the she have a goatee? No. Yes. No, uh but she has like blonde, evil lesbian hair. <laughs> oh, nice the nice swooping Yes. Yeah. It looks very fashion. I don't know how it works with a bone, but Yeah. yeah not
0: sure. <laughs> but in either case so the the League of Non-Aligned Worlds has sent a fleet, and and Sheridan tries to pick up the pieces. There, he's like, the League stays here with the Mars ships. They help out if they're running into trouble. They run support, but they do not do not fire on anyone unless fired upon. And uh-huh. I really think that it was should the the answer should have been if they're
1: fired upon, they leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, call in an Earth ship and leave while you can. Yeah, probably, but. It is what it is, so. But um, we do have. But there's more cards that Sheridan has to play, we find out, of course. Yes. So, for one, we do
0: have, like, we have a, a fairly charismatic enemy general, um, Robert Lefcourt, who who trained
1: Sheridan. He's like one of his teachers. Uh, always a teacher trained. Oh, there's a lot of that. his teachers that
0: they're really stacking well, the deck with. When you go to Mineral
1: like Military Academy, it is like a college where you do have many profession different, you know.
0: It is, but we pulled two of them now.
1: Yes. So, you know, if, you, if you find loyalists who taught Sheridan, you might as well use the best you got. And I mean,
0: Lefcourt is definitely, he, he makes a very clear point that no matter what, and he obviously disagrees somewhat with what they're doing, but no matter what, you do not take arms against your own government. That's his point of view. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's a real shame that I'm going to have to kill Sheridan, the ship he's on, and the whole fucking fleet. <laughs> he's, he's balls deep confident. <laughs> I just gotta do it. You gotta die. Die on fire. So his ship's out of commission as well as the rest. That Really, they hit like, there were apparently, like, I know they didn't think there would be all the vessels but they pretty much took out all the vessels. There was no combat above Mars. No. no. So then the rest of the fleet jumps back into hyperspace and goes to Earth. They, just,
1: they go to Earth and kind of take over.
0: They start wrecking some satellites. Yep. They, they He has some really, you know what, frankly, I think it's one of the better speeches in the show. When he shows up and he starts, excuse me, talking to the people of Earth, it's it's really impassioned. It gets me in the feels. He does a good job, and he's not he's he's pretty good at that too. He's pretty londo about like they,
1: some. They're both really meant to be dictators, not meant to be diplomats. <laughs> True. Or just give a lot of speeches, you know. Meant to be dictator, not diplomats. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Some nice, good, passionate speeches. Yes. Although, I will say, we do hear Sheridan give one very dictator-like speech in this uh, block. It's It doesn't roll well. It's not written well. Remember
1: the episode 4 one? Yes. We'll, we'll get back to that. We will. Well,
0: yeah. It's not written well, but in any case. Um, so, we show up. Uh, uh, people, like, like, one obvious... Civilian along with um, some Earth Force soldiers, Storm Clark's office. He's gone batshit insane. Has written a, has written a nice cipher. He's going full.
1: He's gone full Hitler.
0: Sharp, blown his head off, and um, you know, and nice that they gave us the exit wounds too. Yes. That was a good touch. I just noticed that this
1: watch. I'm like, yeah.
0: oh look, that's L-P-G- where the PPG came out. Oh,
1: PPGs do go out. <laughs> that's their favorite to you, I guess. Eh. Realism, kids, realism. Yeah.
0: And they take over and the Congresswoman Senators. The Senator uh com- communicates with Sheridan and lets him know that, uh, small problem. It looks like President Clark went all crazy and turned the <laughs> Earth Defense Grid. It's gonna they're they're repositioning to blow our planet up. We didn't
1: know that we could turn the Star Wars the other way. <laughs>
0: It's just really interesting, like, those things are powerful. Yeah. They must have been working real hard on them. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, if that's your last line of defense, and they probably built that after the Earth Mombari War, War, yeah. they mm-hmm. are ready for it. the worst. True. Yeah. But, so,
0: they're gonna, like, they need to destroy the entire Earth Defense Grid, so Sheridan's like, hey, yeah, you know, destroy the Earth Defense Grid, Earth just asked us to, so let's do that.
1: Yeah. We did get an order from a senator, so... This might we're... not be treason this time? <laughs> This
0: particular decision, we're probably safe on. Yeah, but not
1: be high treason. Just mostly treason. Low treason.
0: And then yeah. he calls into Len in a nice, like, choky moment where she's just like, We are here. And they're all killing sh- satellites, which is way easier when they're not shooting back at you.
1: <laughs> Strange. No one would have thought, you know.
0: Although, there is a weird scene where, like, the Mimbari are firing on, like, an Earth cruiser. Like, it's a weird edit.
1: Yeah,
0: because they're they're only supposed to be firing at satellites at this point, but there is like right after she shows up, they are definitely like hammering into the side of an Earth cruiser.
1: They they spent too much money not to use it in the in the show <laughs> stock footage. Yeah, it was
0: just like someone made a bad edit. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's probably stock footage and a bad edit. Yeah.
0: But in any case, so um, there's a close call. It's dramatic, but everyone makes it out, and the Earth Defense crew is destroyed. And left court has come and saved Sheridan's bacon and welcomes him home, contingent upon him being in front of a tribunal.
1: Yeah, forever. Fair enough. Yeah, and Sheridan was like, "Yeah, I understand ah, that." Yeah. yeah, like, like what we don't understand is that
0: all that apparently all that needed to happen was for like Clark to hide in the closet. Have them call up and be like, "President Clark killed himself. We're really sorry. Why don't you come down and we can hash this out?" And Sheridan's just like, "I will come down. That sounds great." Bam, <laughs> right? <laughs> just boom. Dead. Problem solved.
1: Well, we've, we've learned that if you kill Sheridan, someone else will take will take his place. Yeah,
0: yeah, but the shadows learned that. Earth never put that together. <laughs>
1: you maybe they shared intelligence. You'd hope that they shared intelligence on Sheridan. No. No, they didn't.
0: I don't think the shadows shared too much. No. But in any case... So he gets welcomed home. Everything's great. Um, we do find out, like, he does make a decision within the scope of this that basically commits Marcus to death. Because, like, he's he has to choose to attack Earth and not spare even one more ship. Not even one. <laughs> and attack Earth instead of getting someone out of the jamming range and communicating with Babylon 5 and saying, hey, um, maybe destroy this thing in Closet C. Nope.
1: Why did we not have to put a lock on that thing?
0: Well, I don't think it... He's a ranger. I don't think it would matter how many locks are on it. <laughs> Why did we keep records on it? Right. He's like, oh, I I put security clearances on there. I'm like, okay, well, obviously not enough.
1: Obviously, Marcus apparently has a higher security clearance than anybody else. The password was really just like one, two, Boops. three, four. Yeah, password. drugs, stims. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. That is so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <Need> mean <mistakes. laughs> my God, oh, that was good though. I enjoyed that.
0: So we leave the episode with Franklin racing in a white star to get out of the jamming range because they can't turn him off. They can do everything else. Too much work. You yeah. have all satellites. Yeah. With Sheridan agreeing to go down to the planet to, for his, his you know, shooting. <laughs> I mean, discussion. <laughs> yes. Skip firing squad.
1: They're firing questions at him. And with what are you firing him?
0: And with Marcus already having found the machine, beating up a lot of people in Medbay and...
1: (laughs) Fuck, even in Medbay, he's crazed. He's a crazed man at this point. He has to save his love.
0: And, you know, hooking themselves up to the machine as he says, I love you, and, you know, is going away.
1: Again, who needs main characters?
0: I was curious... Well, you might have more information than this. I have two theories, but I have no solid information. Mm-hmm. Like, do we know, like, were they not approved for season five and she said so they killed her off? Or did she, like, did they save her because there was going to be a season five and then she was like, I don't want to do it?
1: I think that they had saved her with an intention of having her in season five. And then she doesn't come back for season five.
0: Like, she's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And you're like, well, you're dumb then.
1: And they. Jameis said yeah, if if she if he had known she wasn't coming back, she, she would, would have died. She would
0: have died and they would have kept Marcus around. Which would have been fine. It was a meaningful death. Yes. I will say that it really did fulfill Marcus's thing. But there would have been some great
1: character. Uh, we were saying Marcus had, would have had, like, survivor's guilt. It could have been, like, darn Marcus. Yeah. He could
0: have been, like, Lanier. With, when, like, Lanier gets all grouchy about people sliding to Lin, he could have been, like, my love is dead, and then just, like, murdered some people.
1: Again, that would have been great to see. Or, like, survivor guilt Marcus. Well, more survivor guilt Marcus. Yeah, like,
0: I think he's already the king of all survivor guilt. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, structural, it's structural to his personality, survivor's guilt.
0: But in any case, we just—that's where we end. We we see that there's still a chance. There's not a chance.
1: God, we we know how this machine works. We know that for one to live, one must die. And we, that is a rule of Babylon Five.
0: And we know Franklin is never going to get there in time. No. yeah. Even though, no matter how much he goes, come on, come on. Yeah. It's not going to happen. of the engine, more. <laughs> that's right. Hit that hit that pedal and that button. Push that button. I bet mean, it makes us go faster. Why are there pedals in this? She's
1: <laughs> just pedaling a bicycle. <laughs>
0: no 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 that's how they recharge their technology (laughs) just on on an exercise bike yes come on come on (laughs) alright so we move on to the penultimate episode of season four rising star which is aptly named there's some aptly named fucking episodes (laughs) these episodes are
1: on the nose with the names (laughs) yeah end of main story (laughs) pretty
0: much I mean that could have been its name all right, so Um we have what is probably one of the most touching fucking scenes in the entire fucking show, which is that ISN comes back, and there's tears, and I cry, and they cry. And you're like, oh, man, I don't hate
1: ISN for one fucking scene. <laughs> yeah, like, the, that actress just, like, nailed the, it. Then. They're back, and <laughs> yes. you're just like, yes. See, now, how much of this is you just living in 2017 of, like... We have, we have news? We <laughs> have news?
0: Well, I don't think we're quite as bad as they are, so... I hope not. No, like, I've always found that scene very touching, because it is, they yeah. made you hate ISN yes. so much, and you're like...
1: <laughs> it's, 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 it's a very good scene. It's, yeah. Well, in so many ways.
0: Yeah. So we find out... We, we get all our little recap. It's a great recap tool.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Sheridan is, a, is, is in a closed session... With Earth God, which pretty much means that he might be dead. We don't know. <laughs> he might
1: be dead. He might be getting a dress down.
0: And, um... In the meantime, uh, I don't... I think that's pretty much all they talk about. They talk about Clark's death. They talk about the aliens coming. And as, long, as well as Earth. Earth forces to save the planet after President Clark went all batty. Yeah. Um... So then we... And we we get we 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 do know there's an acting president now from the Russian consortium. Yes, who's kind of a bitch. You know what she needs to be. (laughs) Yeah, she can't be like she can't like in order to make the plot work how JMS obviously wants it to work. We needed to have a hardliner.
1: Yeah, in position. Needed someone who was on Sheridan's side. In fact, or at least in spirit, but not in fact. Right. Yeah. Fine line between what she wanted and what needed to be done. But they had the same goal. They didn't. Have, they did not agree on the means. Yes, right. absolutely. So there's a bunch of like
0: almost vignette scenes with different characters. So you have to forgive us if we're a little disjointed. But the episode itself is somewhat disjointed.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of it. they need to finish off the story. So yeah.
0: Franklin gets the Babylon Five. Ivanova has gone ape shit on anyone who's tried to come into medbay. So lots of people are dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, she's pissed at Marcus. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's royally pissed at Marcus because he is now, he has given up his life for her. She's pissed at, like, the captain and Franklin for having this machine in the first place. She's pissed at Marcus for using it. She's just basically, and plus, you know, she had just woken up from having her back broken. So that's got to be traumatic, too. Yeah, she
1: just effectively died.
0: Plus, she missed the fucking battle. Yeah. You know, in her darkest moment, she's like, God damn it.
1: (laughs) I could have fucking died on battle. I live now. Fuck this shit. I could have fought that battle. I would have been a fucking war (laughs) hero. Well, here's the thing. She, like, right before Marcus, she died in battle, and it was honorable. Like she did her duty and it was great, but Marcus no had to couldn't let me die. die. Couldn't <laughs> let me couldn't let me go to stovacore. No, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So they have a, a touching point that reveals that Doctor Franklin can't keep his fucking mouth shut, and there is no doctor-patient confidentiality in the future. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Not when Battlef5 is involved,
0: because they told us she has this moment where. They talk about unrequited love, and she tells Dr. Franklin that all love is unrequited. And someone else totally pulls out that line and says, you know, I hear Ivanova said. And I'm like, there's only two people in that room. I okay. guarantee you Ivanova didn't release a newsletter.
1: But, it's, but did, Dr. Franklin did. Yeah. Rana I mean, did really well in that scene like it was
0: she did really well she is a talented actress. I don't know why she didn't continue um, I wish she had, but
1: yeah I mean we all wish she had,
0: yeah, and she seems pretty fun online
1: yeah i i I don't know if she regrets leaving at this point. it could have been been at that point in her career that she needed a change, which it seems
0: weird that you wouldn't just stick it out one more season, yeah,
1: but, but who knows? you know who knows the exact details of what happened
0: yeah we don't and i it's in, in any case, she she was a talented actress, and so yes. she did a really good job of the scene. Yeah.
1: But she's alive, so we might get more. Hopefully. She's among the living.
0: In any case, but they... they uh, Just to skip to her end, we find out at the end of the episode, when they're kind of doing the, the end recap of what's happening, the epilogue, mm-hmm. if you will, that she has been promoted to captain, and she is given command of one of the new, not shadow... Warlock-class destroyers? Yeah, something. She has, she has a new job. Yeah. She's the captain of an advanced Earth destroyer. Yeah, but she is taking a one-year sabbatical.
1: No, that was... No, one, no, 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 no.
0: She's, she's. It's a one-year mission.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's a like one-year year mission, mission from Babylon 5. she so will be back at the end of that one year.
0: No, it's just pretty much... I think it's like the Enterprise is on a five-year mission. Okay.
1: This warlock cruiser
0: is on a one-year
1: mission. And then she'll choose what to do next, whether it go to Babylon 5 or re-sign up. At least that's what I took from it
0: but in any case so that's how she ends and she she does lament that she never gave Marcus a chance she talks pretty deeply about her relationship issues which anyone who's seen this show went yeah
1: <laughs> she never even took the time to point him
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, usually completely inappropriate word that Marcus would not have used <laughs> I don't care what they say in any case, um, moving on, Buffed. we do have a scene where we find out that the regent, Re- regent Vin- Vin- Dur- Vin- Verini, Durini, yeah,
1: Bigale... is,
0: is ill, and he probably won't make it the year. He will make it the season.
1: <laughs> the same year. Thing. The same. The same thing. I don't. I think the calendar year runs out when the season runs out in bad Yeah, bad but bad. I don't
0: I don't particularly remember whether he's died at the end of the season or he's still alive at the beginning of five, so I don't I wanna he, I
1: think he's alive at the beginning.
0: But since none of us have watched yes. it and he hasn't died he, he's still in... he, he's still alive he's
1: on death door. He's on death door. Yes,
0: we have yeah. not been told by the end of the season that he's dead. Right. So he's not dead.
1: But they're planning on it and
0: But they've called Londo they want Londo to come home. He is going to be the new emperor. I would really like someone to write out how the fucking Centauri government works, because it seems pretty weird.
1: <laughs> I, you know what? I would take the, you know, re, I would read that. Just to, out of curiosity. A lot of times with these things that before, like, you, you don't always codify your, success, your succession, the Senate or the court will kind of pick who they want to, and, in fact, and will develop.
0: Yeah, a lot of times in these alien governments. But no, in like,
1: in like <laughs> Earth governments, is what I'm saying.
0: I'm just saying, like, there's just like... Did they just elect a new emperor? Like, Essentially,
1: yes. But that's how the Holy Roman Empire worked. They had electors pick. Okay.
0: But in any case, so they... They want... They want, um... Londo. Lundia. In the meantime, we see, as, as uh, David pointed out, we will watch this episode today,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that Londo and Jakar are kind of finding a new spring in their romance...
1: I'm happy to see them because see that because it was they had a really good like they time, they time. do
0: they have great chemistry yeah
1: so I, I I want more of that I was happy to see that we we at least got some of that back so um I, I always enjoyed both those actors alone let alone together so true so they're,
0: they're they're building up a relationship they're all heading to Earth for the big party yay. Apparently, Lando and Jakar sent ships, but they didn't feel comfortable going with those ships
1: to the war. Well, yeah, it's got to protect. Them. Honestly, I mean, if you're going to bomb
0: Narn, sure, I'll be in a ship. But I don't
1: think that that was really his decision. No, it really no, wasn't. But <laughs> no, Lando made this poor decision here of I'm not going near that. I need to retain the Sotari, you know, empire here. Yeah.
0: So in the meantime, um. We have uh, Sheridan, who, who's just kind of sitting in a conference room for like a day. Yeah. And he gets a couple of visitors, one of whom is our best friend on the planet, Bester. Good old Bester. <laughs> nothing
1: beats Bester. He's the That's best. true, nothing does beat Bester.
0: <laughs> He's, if you ever have a Babylon 5 game and Bester isn't your trump card, <laughs> It's The rules are wrong.
1: Yeah, there's just one of that in the entire game, but, you know. But to, but to play best, you need to lose something. Mm. Yeah.
0: Like your humanity?
1: Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also lose when you play bester. Bester beats everything, but you also lose by playing bester. So what, it's
0: the scorched earth technique? Yes. yes. All right, so. Thanks. <laughs> buy me a Coke? <laughs> no, you buy him a Coke. okay. But, uh, yeah. So, he's a little trepidatious about the captain's plan, since it involved sacrificing telepaths, which we're pretty sure some of them at least died.
1: Yeah. We
0: it, don't I, know that all of them died, but some of them definitely
1: died. At least one did, yeah. yeah. No, That's of and telepaths. I don't think he was concerned with telepaths dying more of with a certain telepath dying. Well, I think it's both. He's
0: made it very clear that he values the lives of telepaths so much more than any petty
1: conflicts that the the normals have. He he has two issues. One, his lover dying. Two, any telepath dying. Okay.
0: Okay. So now, um, I think you're probably a little right, David. I do think that Sheridan played with him,
1: like we oh, discussed yeah. this earlier.
0: Yeah. He plays with him a little when he's telling him how he chose them and everything.
1: It was very slow, deliberate, drawn out, Which, just to torture. him. It seems crueler
0: than Sheridan would normally be, but he does know what happened to Garibaldi. But it's, now. It's, it's fucking Bester.
1: Yeah, like all you can who you mean miserable to in the show, you can be miserable to Bester. A it's and best-er. no one will care. A it's Bester. B he knows what happened to Garibaldi. C it's Bester. <laughs> Did he mention, it's fucking Bester. Yeah. Um, He's the worst. But in the end, they did uh, end up not using his lover as one of the sacrifices for the ship.
0: I would like to point out purposefully, and I don't think that's... Honestly, I view that completely mercenary. Like, do you really want to poke that bear if you don't have to? Like, I know that they, oh, we're not scared of Bester. He's a petty man and he's small and we laugh at him. And they do. I really think they do. Like, I don't think Bester is really out of his mind thinking of that.
1: But but you, he's dangerous as fuck. If you, if you don't have to make an enemy, don't make an enemy.
0: Oh, I mean, he's already their enemy. But, but there's a difference between going, ha-ha, I kicked mud on you, and going, ha-ha, I cut your foot off.
1: Yeah. they do isn't your foot, your left. do isn't particularly anger Bester, yeah. unnecessarily. They will do a good enough job of doing something else to piss him off that that they could they uh, can't avoid.
0: Plus Sheridan does make a point of saying, hey, yeah, Garibaldi's doing something right now. But I think he wants to reach out and touch you sometime soon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so look for that. <laughs> Just got out of the lead pipe. <laughs> Just like in a dark alley. <laughs> that would be the best. Like not some grand that would be so Garibaldi, not a grand scheme, not using anyone, no cat's paws. Just Garibaldi coming out of an alley with Bester's walking home Both with, with a
1: lead pipe. I want that. <laughs> Can we just have that?
0: Like I would like, not not even Garibaldi. Just just pay some bum fifty bucks <laughs> again.
1: See, Garibaldi would, would want the satisfaction of braining Bester.
0: I do too, but if you just pay a bum fifty bucks, it's less likely he'll read the intentions. <laughs> mm. <laughs> He can come in afterwards and just kick him in the kidney like he did.
1: As one us. does. As one does. I love how we're both just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a lid pipe. Here's Buster. Um, so that was the first of many guests. Right, but it gives us the
0: opportunity to spin off into Garibaldi. Yeah. Garibaldi borrows some rangers, roughs up some people, and finds Lise. I mean, that's pretty much as simple as it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they... They buff. They, they, they buff a lot.
1: Yeah. Penta, you know, energy.
0: It's been like five years.
1: Yeah. And they're actually on the same page now, you know. It's just like...
0: They are, and they, they leave us in a little bit of a, we don't know what's gonna happen, because Garibaldi himself says, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna go back, but if I am, it can wait. Which yeah. is, I think, very promising and shows character growth for him, because he's always chosen the job above lease, And now he's saying... Why don't we just stay here and, you know, buff some more? Yeah. Do we have to take away our I'll not serve for work license if we're not just gonna say they fucked?
1: <laughs> it's funny because they used boff in the show. Yeah. Uh, we swear it, enough, I hate so... It. I hate it. He would not have said that. He would not use that word. He would not have used boff. I, I just love it because it's ridiculous. Uh, see, but it's what Ivana thinks of Marcus. Is yeah. That, is the issue. Is, is That is what, we're, is what we're learning there. Not what we're about yes. Marcus. We're learning of He's some, she's some dumb British idiot. Yes,
0: I'll give you that. All right. So Lando, <laughs> a good J- buffing. Lando and Jakar, in the meantime, have joined the Len aboard the White Star, and she gives them a copy of some legislation she's drawn up that she would like them to vote yes on <laughs> today in the Len the Len Gather Tower. Right, <laughs> and they look at it and go, "Holy fuck!" You want to do what
1: now? I. This is Star Trek. This is when they start Star Trek. Right. Like this, this is, is the <laughs> one.
0: Calm. calm down <laughs> this easy <is>
1: <laughs> breathe
0: we don't know what she wants at this point but we know that the whole League of Non-Aligned world needs to vote on it and Londo thinks they need to change their shorts
1: <laughs> yeah I, do I don't, know I'm
0: not aware that all the aliens wear underwear but
1: <laughs> well apparently the Centauri do
0: we've, yes. we've now learned we now know that the Santari wear underwear but I think they got it from the Earthers they're like oh that's that's actually a really good idea. Why did we never think of this? But it's not
1: like they have bits down there like humans do. Well,
0: we don't know what their underwear actually covers. <laughs> it's yeah, covering up the chest. Yes, yeah. it's like a
1: girdle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of people use a girdle some days.
0: True. Um, um, so then we get the next meeting of, of of the half of the episode that is shared in a, a conference room. We get to see this new President Luchenko, in her own. She is a hard-nosed Russian woman who doesn't take any shit from anyone. I like her. She makes a a funny, air er- crutch <laughs> joke. It is a Russian joke. <laughs> it is such a Russian you joke. You want to
1: die or um, quit your job? Ha
0: ha ha. You laugh now. She tells she tells him that they're, by no means are they having any kind of discussion about what his future is. He literally has the option of either going to a court, having the court rule against him. She makes it very clear that it will not be a fair court. Mm. And being shot, along with the rest of his command staff and any commanding officer who sided with him, or he can make a speech that says, okay, I did the right thing, but I'm really sorry I had to do it. I did the wrong thing for the right reasons. And I'm going to retire now. He gets his military pension, and he's the scapegoat, and all the other people get to maintain their jobs
1: and credibility. And he goes, okay.
0: <laughs> he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to
1: need those papers. <laughs> now I'm writing, which is smart. I don't blame him.
0: And then he does it. And this is when my subtle laughing starts. Going full-throated after the press conference. Because <laughs> while I'm very torn about Sheridan, this watch-through, this, it's so nice. So nice to have him get 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 his get a win get a like get the biggest just, win just get the biggest win. <laughs> so yeah. he's gonna lose his job. It's great.
1: So basically, the next are we? Uh, we maybe, yeah, we move to the press conference where uh, he makes the speech and he resigns, saying, "I did what I had to do, but I take full blame and I'm stepping away."
0: And he makes sure to mention in the speech that amnesty was offered. So, like, I don't understand, like later on. Like I think in the next episode, they do like a an ISN blurb that happens like right after this stuff where the guy's like, you know, some deal had to have been made, and I'm like, yeah. He talked about it, it was <laughs> it was public.
1: <laughs>
0: Sharon is not a liar. No. No, like, he's like, I'm agreeing to do this, and they're gonna offer like all my people amnesty. It's great.
1: <laughs> and I think Sharon didn't put it on like public record, so it's like more proof. Not only that, but he did he did make some
0: copies of the uh, yeah. records of, like, Amnesty. And put it into everyone's mailbox to make sure that they had more copies of floating around. He's that dude that replied all hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he <laughs> <stop. laughs> Replied <it> all. <laughs> and then all the people are like, What is all? We're from this list. list.
1: Yeah. For three weeks <laughs> <it> in EarthGov. <laughs> <Golf. laughs>
0: And they're all just bouncing around the the Sheridan Amnesty paperwork reply all.
1: <laughs> we need to start replying to all people.
0: That's my favorite when I get like a group text and they're like they're like don't reply to this. We're just using this to update you. And then someone's just like, rep- and then someone within five minutes replies. To- <laughs> Sounds great.
1: I kind of want to be that guy. Just like, hi, you no, no, you no, don't. Fuck <laughs> you. If you're that guy in office, you deserve to be beheaded and your head put on a spike in front of HR's office. I'm so glad that, you know, they have so I'm much... Not, I'm not sure I could protect you from it. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd want to protect you from See,
0: it. See, the trouble with me? Yes. We don't work in the same office. It doesn't but. matter.
1: Will come but you have the same feeling on, on, on our fly all in work setting, don't you? Yes. Yes. Hit oh, on, on a spike for an HR. HR. Not even a
0: work setting. Any setting.
1: <laughs> Sometimes it's really kind of hard to read my two co-hosts, and I have trouble discerning what their feelings are. Hit on a spike.
0: <laughs> that is going to be so loud.
1: <laughs> he wants to make a point.
0: <laughs> so it's ringtone now. So then Jakar gets up there and. It's basically like words 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 eloquent words about humans. He loves humans. Yeah. He loves them. It's, everyone seems to love humans, but Chakar loves them most of all. <laughs> like like he just wants to he's he's the Elmira from Tiny Toons for humans.
1: She's like, "Oh, look." Yeah.
0: So, um he's like, "Yeah, we're um we're going to dissolve the League of One worlds. Did we not tell anyone about this This decision we just made in the last six hours? Surprise! And then he welcomes, um... Delenn up, who starts speaking in further detail about the Alliance. Where she's just like, yeah, you can either join or or be left behind in my conquest for power. (laughs) Behold the new Order of Delenn! And then, she makes the worst decision since sending alien <laughs> ships to Earth, which is to have the fleet of light stars pop into Earth's atmosphere and fly over a recently conquered
1: people. Yeah, who thought that was a good idea? Delenn. Delenn. <laughs> Delen. They will think it was a symbol of peace.
0: And, and in this case, Londo was just like, yes, cow the population.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, of course, symbol of peace. Fear me. Londo wishes he was Delenn. <laughs> so we
0: move to where the three of the or the three of them are discussing it personally in private with the Chanko, where she's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to sell this. What's in it for Earth?" And they go, "Well, um maybe you can stop being pagan foxes and, and use artificial gravity. Would you like that?" And they're like, we weren't like that! Yeah, why yes. have we never thought about developing
1: artificial gravity? Oh, right. Guns! <laughs> can we put Shadow Tech on these things, too? You <laughs> <laughs> know that's how they think now. They're like,
0: we got lots of Shadow Tech, can we throw it up?
1: Frickin' why? we put some badass spikes on this thing. <laughs>
0: There's there's 80s death metal spikes on that ship. Let's call it a warlock cruiser.
1: <laughs> Why are we a unicorn? Is playing like unicorn metal at every battle now. <laughs> unicorn death? What? It's a thing. Look it up. And no, it, I believe you. No,
0: it's absolutely a thing. In any case, Earth has finally not within the scope of this show, unfortunately, but finally gotten artificial gravity. They are no longer pagan Fox.
1: Yay!
0: But... And I don't think it's a major spoiler, but correct me if I'm wrong. Within the scope of season five, we never see them put it into practice. No. We really? See them... <laughs> what
1: do they really
0: the think? Well, it's... Yeah. It, you have to be... Like, it's a year. So let's say they their Senate votes. That's gonna take a month. Minimum. Then, they... We join. Then... We get the files. We have to, like, talk to the aliens, and the aliens finally cough up the files. Then we have to put
1: it into technology. They have to send advisors, and da 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 yeah. Okay, that's fair. Like, to put this in modern terms, like, it takes us, like, a, de- a decades to design a new super, you know, a new
0: supercarrier. And we're not like Apple, where they're just like, uh, we'll just feed some technology in as we go. It's, it's from scratch.
1: Yeah.
0: So, in any case, so, you know, that's wh- how they get them to join.
1: And she was little pissed that the new president
0: That's, of, yes, of yes. the Alliance was like, none other. They're like, who do, we, who do we negotiate with? I don't like negotiating with you. You're only offering me one thing.
1: And they're just like, guess. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so we
0: find out that, we find out two important things in this scene. One, that Captain Sheridan is now going to be President Sheridan of the, the Galactic Alliance, Starfleet. Interstellar Alliance. The, I'm sorry, the Federation. Yeah, Interstellar Alliance and the Federation. And two, that Earth is unscrupulous. Because they were, like, totally going to take back his amnesty papers.
1: Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> but no, And he did the smart thing, like we mentioned before. He made copies, sent it to everyone, and the originals are just somewhere that you don't need to know about. It's the only argument for Reply All. <laughs> yeah, like, he covered his ass. <laughs> yeah, when, it, when it's... In, when it's admitting you're, you know... When Charlotte, you're not guilty, yes. Because I don't
0: particularly think that he started the email chain. I think that he just logged into his old Earth Force account because he hadn't done it in a while. And then he saw all these messages. Someone had sent a holiday party invite to him. And he just replied all that shit. and said, amnesty! <laughs> Your brain hurts because I'm right. (laughs) It's far too real, like it's
1: still like done in word with a clip art. By the end of this episode, someone's gonna cry. Not word 2261 (laughs) Still clippy. (laughs) Oh,
0: um So we have a new president. Now I find the new government really odd. Like, like you can they made John Sheridan an Earth person president, but Earth hasn't agreed to join the alliance, yes. Yet.
1: Well, I, I think the only reason why it was okay because it was John Sheridan and he helped so many of these aliens out, they're like, Okay, if they tried to put like a different Earth person in, they would have been like eh, mm, no, no, no thank you.
0: So finally, now that we've got all that settled, and we know Earth is going to join the Alliance. Yeah. Finally, now that that's all settled, they get back onto a white star and get fucking hitched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Jakar's a creep. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so
1: inappropriate.
0: That's, that was... that's so not like him either.
1: <laughs> and se- No, no, <laughs> Jakar is a bit of a... That's first season Jakar. Yeah. Yeah, and... And,
0: and a little know. bit of second season, because he totally boned one of Londo's wives.
1: Didn't he do a trick with the eye, though, earlier this season as well? No. no, okay. Because okay. he just got the eye, so this was the first time we actually saw him like leave pull it, it so, out. Yeah, like and put okay, it and pull it up because up until the scene, you didn't really know what the range was that he could do something like this. For
0: the record, he threw the his artificial eye into the honeymoon suite so that he could watch the hijinks.
1: Yeah, so that's not creepy. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like this was beyond just like putting it on his nightstand for the night. No, you know. it's putting it on someone else. Like, <laughs> like, and
0: how do they not notice that? Like at some point, I don't know. They're a little too busy. Bon- like Sher- there was no way Sheridan was going to notice shit. There was a naked mimbari in front of him. He was going to do something about it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, his dad's released too. Yes, yeah. his dad's
1: released. They're happy, and his dad is fine. Yes, as right? Howard is fine.
0: Yeah, and Delenn has a nice little epilogue speech. Where she talks about Babylon 5 and and we're done. And this really, really could have ended the series. And we got the first
1: tease of the telepath war. We got the first n- verbal tease of the telepath war. Do we? Yeah, she specifically references the telepath war coming She
0: does, of- she does. She says, and the telepath war, she does. Yeah, I, but, but we get more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but wait, there's one more episode, because it's 25 episodes of the season.
0: No. We've mentioned this before. Yeah. Um... But this wasn't the original end episode for the season. And you can tell. <laughs> you you can tell. Yes. They filmed the series finale, found out that TNT was gonna give them another season, and they're like okay, and they bumped it to the end of that yeah. season. Yeah. And, and then they're like, but we're still contracted to do this many episodes. We're only for 22 on P10. Yeah. So I, um, I guess we're gonna we're gonna do this. And it's not it's not at all a bad episode. It's just a weird, standalone, weird-placed episode. It, it, yeah. It,
1: wouldn't, it, sh- it shouldn't be a season finale. No. No. Like, this would normally be in the middle of a season or something, or... I would have...
0: Pre- like, the, it would be a bold choice to be at the beginning of a season.
1: Yeah, I could say, I could say it more at the beginning than the end, actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But in any case, I will fully admit that one of the reasons I don't like this episode is because it touches on what I really don't like, the two of the most... Hated episodes by me, which are lots of news people talking. Yeah,
1: it, I hate that. It just for me, it was just seemed so out of place. And like the last episode could have been the like season finale and could have stopped.
0: And I made you watch it twice. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, but, Well, I we
0: got a row, but
1: watch it again. I'm crying. And again. <laughs> Sitting there. So, uh. I, like Alex DeLarge. <laughs> I think the, the best
0: way to describe this, this episode is that it. I believe it takes a place in five chunks.
1: Five uh, or six chunks. Yeah. Yeah. And it's right
0: at the date, so 2162? Yes. Or 2262.
1: 2262. And then it jumps. Like one year. One year, 50 years. A, no, one, one year. One year, 100 years, years, years 500 years, 1,000 years. And the final is a up. million years yes yeah
0: so the one year celebrates the like we we get to see uh Galen and Sheridan arrive on Babylon 5 Garibaldi and Franklin are there throw a little party they don't let them just enter quietly Garibaldi is still being super Garibaldi to make up for the fact that he betrayed them all yeah and frankly spent six months acting like a gigantic dick yeah so. so
1: he's being super, like, bombastic Italian Garibaldi. Hey, what are you? Who is this guy? I love this guy! Yeah. Very much so. I'm going cool for this guy. I love this guy. Yeah. So they threw a party. Things are back to normal-ish. <laughs> a new happy status quo is being established. Yeah. Obviously nothing is normal anymore. Right. As normal as normal can be, quote-unquote. So, in
0: 2262... We get something that anyone who watches TV now will recognize strongly, which is we get, like, a collaboration report where three different viewpoints are being debated. Yeah. And we have, like, uh, the Tea Party dude we, <laughs> that yeah. was Clark's party. Yeah, we, we have a CNN
1: model of, you know, four screens just ye- yelling at each other.
0: Yes. And we have the, the liberal calm person, and we have the academic liberal.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what it really yeah. breaks down to.
0: And they're just talking about, like, Sheridan must have cut a deal, which we know he did. We discussed this. And we do know that pro-Clark, like, Clark's party, we'll call them Republicans.
1: Loyalists. Follow. <laughs> if, if
0: you follow President Clark on Twitter, loyalists. I'm sorry. The loyalists are trying to discredit Sheridan at this point because they, they it's an election year and they want to make sure and maintain a majority now that people actually get to vote again yeah <laughs> these elections are yeah. happening again
1: pretty much and that's
0: pretty much all that happens Um, the, the, the broadcast breaks down, and if you're not careful, you think that something happened on your desk.
1: For (laughs) a second, because I kind of downloaded this episode, I was like, it's a crop file? Did something happen? I was like, oh, wait, no, never mind. It's a crop file within the story. I mean, there's, you know, things happen in the year between, so. So we move a hundred years forward. Yes.
0: Um, we find out 80 years after Sheridan has died. So, Lorian pretty much nailed that on that. Oh
1: no! no, no. <laughs> the twenty years was not like twenty years. The issue was like you have exactly twenty years, like yeah. to the second.
0: <laughs> so we get a televised. I don't think it's like I don't think it's a debate so much as a lecture. This is, yeah, this, it's is more, a lecture. this is like
1: so we had CNN. This is C-SPAN, like academics chatting. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. So where they're like all the all the universities on the fucking. And the solar system are tuning in. Yeah. Um. And talking about this, and they're basically pulling back. They're like they're they're saying things that we could easily say, like, no one person can affect change. It's lots of different things working together. When we watched we watched the show, we know it Yeah.
1: (laughs) We've seen the actual events,
0: but so we're like, yeah, Sheridan pretty much did do that. Delenn did pretty much create a federation of planets from sheer willpower alone. Some kind of
1: democratic order of planets, dupe. Yes, <laughs> I like it. Well, it's from Futurama. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um,
0: so I- they, so they picture like, um, the Sheridan being a power-hungry, like either he's either a lunatic. Or he's diabolical genius, and they can't agree on which.
1: Yeah, This is very much mirror, I feel like, the ways we talk about Lincoln now. Hmm. Where there's a complexity to Lincoln.
0: Sure. And, I mean, the the episode itself is called The Deconstruction of Falling Stars. And even from the start, you can... I mean, again, the episode is just right on the head. Yeah. As we... They, they discuss briefly, like, will other people remember what they did? And we find out, yeah... And I'm, as I'm watching this, I'm watching this with David, I'm just like people have video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and literally <laughs> the same time I showed is that like all right, they have video recordings of what has happened for a million years. <laughs> Which is
0: just like why doesn't like why isn't and I guess I could see it cuz like we have written records, but we don't necessarily bother to read them. We just kind of like believe what people tell us. I mean, us we have
1: newspapers of the past, like of the day for the past 150 years in New York mm-hmm. Times. So, yeah. right.
0: But we don't always like. I can see where like, because like this whole thing is about like the whole episode is about propaganda and like deconstructing these heroic figures that moved and shaped. It's, the universe. it's propaganda. It's legend. It's myth. Right, and how we deal with that in the future. So the shows up because she's oh, I did the math. Son of a bitch, she's his age. She's forty.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Like, cause when I when I did the math for how old she was, and then
1: like we knew how far in the future we were, I'm like, she's forty this season. Yeah, <laughs> because they mentioned in like the deconstruction, like to live 140 years.
0: Say, it's 140 years. Yeah. 80 years ago, her husband died. 20 years before that is when they got like ish So they kind
1: of age ish the same humans then. Apparently,
0: Ex- uh, just a little bit slower. Yeah, yeah. except that she aged like. Like she went the
1: distance, but like, <laughs> some was like ninety for an Earth person, mm-hmm. like or you know like eighty five. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like it's like our normal average lifespan is eighty, and a really old one is like a hundred, hundred ten. Same with Dylan, it's usually like. Well, it's also the future we so yeah. would
0: hope that they could
1: kick like, it. A they said that humans can like one hundred and fifty in the in the future, didn't they? At some point, we.
0: I, don't. I, I I read an article recently that that categorically stated that we have like a. We have a top shot. I mean, like,
1: was like, it was in the show, they said like 150. They said like humans can live to some. I'm not sure it was right.
0: that
1: high, but okay. it was. You know, like, probably biologically we can hit like 120. It's probably the hard limit that humans can get to. Right. But then, like, that one French woman who was 122. In any case, there's two dudes behind her. <laughs> I
0: think, personally, that they're ringing these triangles full of bells to keep her from going rabid. I think that's what controls her, Keeps <laughs> her calm, yeah. wandering news stations. John Jonathan was a good man! John Jonathan was a good man! <laughs> and that's how they stopped. Like, if they stopped, she would just, like, pull out a Mambari fighting Pike and go to town
1: surprisingly still spry and very strong
0: oh yeah no doubt (laughs) she's like like fluffy from um from harry potter's first uh book you know she that's how they control her if they (laughs) stop the bells she's gonna tear some shit apart
1: Don't fuck with Delenn. Um, <laughs> yes. she, If we've learned one thing, don't fuck with Delenn, she will overthrow your government.
0: She scolds them and wanders off, and then they just go back, because they don't learn, and she she makes a point of making sure that they don't want to know things, they just want to talk. Yeah. This is absolutely not, you know, a message-filled Chris, Chris, criticism. of
1: news, what? No, J- no, J- no. J- JMS talking about news media? He never does well, that. Well, news what media,
0: or I, I think, um, just like, he, modern he, thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Like where we're going because it's not just news; it's also academics. I feel like he's criticizing in that particular scene.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh so move on five hundred years from that point, right? From yeah. that point,
1: that's five hundred years from no, five hundred years from twenty three sixty two. Yeah, because twenty three sixty two, four hundred years from everything the, is in reference to to twenty three sixty two. Yes. Yeah. So. And, this part is kind of different. It's weird, and this I think this is where they go. This is where the, this is where they they stop being newsy, start doing something doing other interesting things. Right.
0: Uh, this is where like they get very Orwellian. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> cartoonishly Orwellian. Yes, cartoonishly. Although we're living in the fra- where the phrase "alternative fact" was used on, on news media. So yes. Um. Or or here, it Real fact. The Real fact. True fact. True fact. Yeah.
0: And. Uh, Good fact. Good fact. Good fact was the one I particularly yeah. liked. like, oh, you mean that thing you wish people believed? <laughs> oh, well, all right. This is we're,
1: we're, we're living this one. Yes. Um,
0: also, I think a treatise on why we shouldn't trust artificial intelligence.
1: <laughs> At least don't don't ever make a go about the AI. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, basically, what happens is we see this guy in a lab coat, basically in a. It's, in Bab- it's on a holodeck. Thank you. Holodeck. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. And oh, he sweet. starts br- starts bringing up, like, the Babylon conference room. Then he brings up Franklin, Garibaldi, Sheridan, and Delenn. Um, the, those four main characters. And originally he's like, okay, uh, bring up their original personalities and all that.
0: Yeah, somehow that's recorded.
1: Yeah. Perfectly.
0: Yeah, perfectly. Like, down to, like, Delenn being all Delenn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I speak in riddles, <laughs> and then he has the
0: star stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she's not Carl
1: Sagan. <laughs> she's not that high. She said
0: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then after he did, like tests them to see if they're actually them, he downloads the past five hundred years of like, yeah, because ev- he know by the way <laughs> events like into their brain. And, and they're just like, oh, 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 I've been violated. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. And they, yeah. Like, yeah uh. They
0: know that basically what's happening is there are now two factions of Earth. Yeah. One of which is just like, the Alliance is pretty cool, let's keep doing that. And the other which is just, you know what was really cool? Earth 500 fucking years ago. Let's go do that.
1: Yeah. Because apparently Earth wants to expand and... Alliance is
0: hindering that. That's the good fact. Today.
1: A core concept of the Alliance was that, you know, if we colonial
0: rights and sort of self-determination... Plus, know. I'm pretty sure one of, like, I'm not sure it's been discussed yet, but I'm pretty sure one of the core Alliance values is that your... your lines of control just got frozen.
1: Yeah.
0: Or at least you don't affect other races. Yeah, you cannot... you cannot intrude on other people's territory. Yeah.
1: And they didn't want that. They wanted to expand and impede and all that kind of stuff. So he starts, like, going to... They were going to, like, basically re-record certain scenes so it suits their needs better. So um, the first scene is of Sheridan um, in the wars capturing a bunch of people and making this dictator speech... It's so horrible. It's such a horrible speech. (laughs) Yeah. This this guy has a bad, bad set of writers. Yeah. He really does. And basically, they capture people, and he was like, we don't show mercy, you're dead. Goodbye.
0: Yeah, and they now get shot.
1: Um, Then they move on. That was the the one uh, scene. The second scene is uh, Franklin experimenting on kids. Well, aliens,
0: humans, children... Especially when it comes to vivisections. Yes. You don't, you need to keep them alive long enough during the vivisection to really make it hurt.
1: Yeah. And at this point, um, Garibaldi goes, Excuse me. Excuse me. Stop for a second. Let me speak. I made all the decisions. That was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I call Garibaldi? That was a mistake like one, two, and three. You know? Because he just started talking and kept going. Um, and basically, Garibaldi goes on to say, "Like I was the mastermind, and this is basically what you're doing. Um, my recommendation is to cower in fear because you're dead." So what we learn here is that Garibaldi, even being dead for like 500 years, is able to play a nuclear war. Yeah.
0: Yes. He he uses the fact that he is a per- computer program to rewrite their computer, send out all this all the true facts of their conversation and instigate what I think is probably worse than a nuclear yeah. war. Well,
1: what will be called the Great Burn. We will find out in, a thousand,
0: in 500 years. It initiated the Great yes. Burn. Because the Great Burn lasted a couple hundred years.
1: Yeah, it was it was supposed it was, it was one of those inevitabilities of history I think. hmm But Garibaldi was the proximate cause yeah. of the Great Burn.
0: Yes. I, I mean, who knows what would have happened if he hadn't have let all the other people know about it. Yes. Yeah. But um, Garibaldi. yeah, it all burns.
1: And Garibaldi basically, that scene ends with saying, "Rest easy, my friends. I took care of it."
0: Yeah. And then um, a thousand years after the start of the episode, we've this we've we learn through the course of this scene that the Great Burn happened, and basically humanity is um and back into a medieval population, but with um with some knowledge, they know that the space. Used to be somewhere they could go, yeah. And they have all these legends of
1: Sheridan, Delenn, Marcus. We have the tapes, Lorian. Yeah, like they're they're aware and they're trying to get back to that. What I want is—I literally want to just have tapes of Babylon (laughs) Five.
0: I used to have VHS tapes of Babylon Five. That's how old I am. (laughs) He's like seventy-five. Um, (laughs) he looks good for seventy-five. So we find out, like that through this, this the, this the conversation an older monk has with a younger monk who has is having a crisis of faith, believing that these figures talked about in legend are just are just myths and they're not real. He's, he's having his crisis of faith. We we find out that it was prophesied by Delenn, I the, think. Uh, was it like Delenn the yeah. No, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. So another Delan, probably, probably, yeah, probably the Sheridan's grandkid or something. <laughs> yeah, but in any case, it was prophesied by the Len the Third that the Rangers would come in their darkest hour and help fix humanity. And we find out that this older monk is in fact a Ranger who is helping to try and pull humanity back, but they know they can't do it rapidly because Earth, as it is now, is. Very anti-science, because, you know, look what happened. Yeah, <laughs> The last
1: time we tried to science, we all fucking died. Yeah, so they're slowly but surely trying to nudge in the right direction.
0: He is the most out-of-shape ranger I've ever seen.
1: Well, he has to live a different life. Yeah,
0: like, it's... Oh, I, I like to think that the rangers have moved to different needs at this point.
1: Yeah, I think so. Like, it's... Yes, I agree with that.
0: So, he's like, hey, we almost got a gasoline generator going, so why don't you make sure we can have some gasoline? So the, the rangers are slowly directing Earth back towards a more civilized, technologically appropriate age.
1: Yeah, this is, this is I feel like this particular statement is a reference to both candigal for lebowitz Yes. ...and somewhat Foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: and then, uh, that's pretty much the end of the episode, per se, because the last part... Is the ex- is outside of this framework where we find out that the person who has been watching these data recordings is a human. It's a million years later. The sun is going to go nova, and he was rescuing these records in preparation.
1: <laughs> Hope that lines up. <laughs> Me too.
0: For um, what seems to be just kind of like the Earth's going to blow up, so let's have a party.
1: Yeah. I have different theories on what was What the celebration is? Tell me. I think they went to the at home homeworld.
0: I think they already live there. But no, why do you I, think they're going there? I think this
1: is this is this is the, the point where they are finally able to get there. Why? Well, what we do
0: know is that humanity in the last million years has evolved to a point where we are also energy beings. We're, yeah, we're,
1: we have we have encounter now.
0: We have creepier suits, I would argue. Faces, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah, suits with faces are just they're creepy.
1: We have to. Like we saw Vorlons And we're like We can do better We can be creepier Challenge accepted
0: But it, I, I, I find it interesting That basically J. Michael Straczynski Does not see An evolution Of any biological species That doesn't end In purely energy
1: Yeah That's been a key thing In the show We've seen Jason Lionheart No I, I get that yeah. I, just, I just
0: find it interesting That that's his Like he's like This is how you evolve That's it So Whatever but he... I didn't notice that. Apparently, his, he gets into his encounter suit. He goes into his ship. His ship has a, a ranger symbol on it. Oh. I didn't know... I missed that. I missed it, too. But apparently, that's true. And the, the sun blows up. The end. So, you know, that's where we are. And people watch this as the end of the season, fourth season wraps up. And they're like... "Defoe, the What now? Yeah. What but- the hell is the fifth season going to be? <laughs> yeah, it was... Weird. We we do get one scene in here that we didn't discuss that is something that, if we know our Babylon 5 tendencies, we will see, because they would never do this without it. We see in the the uh, 100 the one, years later, we see a clip. And this is the one year later? No, it's the 100 years okay. later. Okay. Yeah. It it's is was... the educational one. He gets their opinion on it. Okay. Uh, 100 years later, we get a clip where there's some sort of hostage crisis. Um, we do know, I believe, I'm pretty sure it's it's stated there because they're talking about telepaths, and apparently Captain Sheridan allows a colony of telepaths on the Babylon 5, which they're saying he thinks he he marks as one of the greatest mistakes in his career. Uh, But whether he thinks it or not, this is very politically tainted. But in either case, we get to see that there is a hostage crisis, that Garibaldi is the or a hostage... And that Sheridan um comes onto the view screen in the scene and tells them that he is discussed with Captain Lockley, and they've agreed they they will not um, they will not placate terrorists. So they're like, we're going to come in guns blazing if you don't surrender. You've got ten minutes. And then they off screen, a shot is fired, and we're not sure whether Garibaldi is dead or alive. Yeah. And they, they have the field day talking about that, because they're like, oh, how could he do that? Did you see his eyes? He's like a mad dog. He wanted them all to die.
1: <laughs>
0: but, so that that is a scene that we've seen that I would find it very unlikely, based on the kind of things we've been taught before, especially with, like, the Babylon 4 and everything, that we won't see. Yeah. You don't open a problem like that, and you don't... It'll be paid it off. Right. So... That's it. That's the end of season four. I feel like it ended a little weird, like a short story that just got tacked on to the end.
1: Pretty much, yeah. It's it's a weird ending. There's no way around that.
0: But I do think the episode before that could have been a series ender. Now, I've seen the series ender, and it's better, but yes. still. <laughs> I think it could have been a reasonable end to the, to the show. Mm-hmm. But we're going to find out... Um, we're gonna we're gonna do season five. We're gonna do Crusade. We're gonna do all the movies, yeah. all the miniseries,
1: yeah. four TV movies, Crusade. And they're so enthused about it. Let oh. me tell you, oh, we are so excited to talk about Legend of the Rangers. Yeah, everyone loves David Martel. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. we'll see characters again, well, cameo roles, right? And don't
0: don't get me wrong at all. There are some epically good episodes in season 5. There's still good Babylon 5 to have. It's just... Not all... like this. The is, arc isn't there anymore. Yeah. This okay. four se- the four seasons, it was tight. It was written. It was a story that was being told. And now, his timing got thrown off for 1 for 5. And, you know, the rest of it, it was just kind of like... I'm not sure... I'm never quite sure whether Straczynski wanted to do things. Or whether kind of was forced to do things because like he did have a cult following.
1: I think it's a mix. I think it's a mix depending on which one we're talking about.
0: Yeah, I mean each one like he definitely when season 5 got approved TNT was like, yeah, we'll take a season and we want some movies. Hmm. And I'm not positive that he was ready for like movies at that time. I think he was ready for one of them. Like, yeah, he was like... He's like, I have this really good idea for a movie. And they're like, great, great, great. How about two more? Can we get (laughs) three? And
1: I'm just intrigued. I'm just intrigued at this point.
0: I think... We'll give you Martin Sheen. You're right. I think that if... If he had left it at one of the movies and season five... That if they were like, after season five's done... How about some more movies and he had more time to work... I think they could have been
1: They could have fit the story better. Yes. As we're... I we're going to talk about is that they, they don't feel like arc stories. Right.
0: And we're going to... We're going to talk all about them. I, I, like I said, I don't want... I don't want any of our listeners who's watching with us... I don't know that they exist, honestly. But... Or David to feel like, oh, this, this is horrible. I don't want to, like, taint you too much, but just
1: a little. But we're working the refs here. We're working the refs to make it... To get a better score. Uh, Yeah, so we'll see what happens and see what, how I think versus what they think.
0: So we will see, like, you're not going to get this until the new year, so I hope that you had a great New Year's and holiday season of whatever variety you follow, and we'll see you all this year with lots of new stuff, and I think we're going to make a strong go of it to finish Babylon 5. We're going to, if we do this in 2019, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be disappointed. I will be less than happy if we're still recording this in 2019. Although
1: this is still, if we do six episodes for the season, Crusade will be three. Then there's like another three for the movie, so it could be another full year.
0: Oh, I'm sure we're going to... Take it to the very end of the year, but we're gonna finish. <laughs>
1: we're doing all of We're doing the last episode. We're doing all in one episode. Yeah, the last episode is actually gonna be like five hours. Just to... we'll break it up. Yeah. No, 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 no. Five hours. Yes. But all
0: right. So from here at All Geeks Considered, and more specifically the Babelcasts, mm-hmm. um, we'll talk to you when we start
1: season five. Excellent. The final season. This has been another episode of the Babblecast, a production of All Geeks Considered. You can find this episode and all other episodes at www.allgeeksconsidered.com. You can find Vinny on Twitter at vinnyavagc. You can find Diego at atdm-agc. and you can find David at happygolucky1 on Twitter. And you can also find his knitting work at The Bent Knitter, which you can find on YouTube and Facebook. And remember to follow uh, the, All you Considered on Twitter at at AGC underscore blog. And you can, follow, and you can uh, like us on Facebook. We would really appreciate that. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher to get us more listens. And please rate and review us uh, wherever you get your podcasts.